Welcome to the Not Quite Heroes podcast, a real play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast set in the community built world of Aventhyr. Dungeon Master, Stephen Garcia. Hey, I'm Emily Smith. I play Firefly the Shepherd Druid. And this is Mike. I play Thaddeus Dunhall II, Paladin, who follows an oath of vengeance. I'm Amy, and I will be playing Evanel. Hey, I'm Robert Baldino, and I'm playing Gale that comes in the night, the Tempest Cleric. Hey, I'm Wade. I play Rook, the Arcane Trickster. Last time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast, the caravan led by Tira Fulgrave stumbled upon the tail ends of an ambush of a small trading caravan. As Gale and Firefly went forward to investigate and Rook bravely offered to stay behind to protect Tira and Dari, they discovered a group of worn down, beat up individuals in need of assistance. After preparing some horse steaks, Firefly went to help some of the new acquaintances find the remaining members of the caravan. Gale, us- utilizing his fine diplomatic skills, helped bring the two caravans together to travel northwards for safety. As the newly formed group began to travel the next day, they found a guard cart transporting prisoners and began to uncover some of the darker sides of the realities of the Empire. Can I roll insight to sort of kind of look around at everyone's body language? Yeah. My companions and sort of gauge their mood. Mm-hmm. And I was I was actually going to say, since Gale is on like the right side right now of the caravan, he would actually like come over to the left side because I'm assuming we're, it's American style sides of the road. You guys are moving the same direction. Oh, so they're like just behind us? They're in front of you. Oh. Like we've caught up to them. You guys have caught up. It seems like they've been kind of going at a slow, steady pace. Understood. Yeah. I got like a 12. For insight? Yeah. You saw Fritz kind of go back, and I will say you noticed him kind of loosen his sword a little bit. And you just, I will let all of you kind of describe kind of what your characters would be showing. If you're feeling something different, I think a 12 would be, would indicate that that doesn't get seen. So kind of your externals. Gale is very easy to read. So he looks hesitant and like he doesn't want to fight really probably like he's just looks nervous and he's just looking expectantly at everyone else thaddeus is moving around like it's just another day firefly looks just kind of stiff like she's very aware of how she's moving her body right now and she looks like very tight her eyes are just staring forward they look very kind of not glazed over but almost like steeled like she's kind of disconnected from the world around her. It seems like very focused on the caravan that we're approaching. Mm-hmm. How about how about my NPC friends? Feel those in the back completely oblivious, looking at his stones and stuff. I expect that. You see Fira and Trinley at the front, who are closest to you. You see them kind of look proper, sort of like, I don't know, when you're driving and there's a policeman behind you. Yeah. And you like, just kind of like... Yeah. I'm not going to break any law. You're going the exact speed yeah. limit. Yeah. yeah, like, we cool, we cool, like, this is good. Erival looks kind of similar. Thielen, the little boy, actually looks kind of excited because, like, guards, shining armor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of a thing. The most amount of intensity you get from anybody is is Tira and Fritz. Okay. 
they look ready for something. Well, then. And all the cards pace back. So you guys are currently maintaining a similar distance, about, about 200, 200, 300 feet away. Yeah. Okay, cool. I might kind of float over to Fritz and ask him if everything's okay. He says, of, of course, everything's okay. What wouldn't be okay? Kind of with a little smile of trying to keep everything cool. <laughs> well, just everybody, everybody seems a little tense, and I know those guys aren't great. He says, we would just like to get past them and continue on. I could help with that if you wanted. His kind of formal, stoic face turns and looks at you kind of in a more quizzical way. How is that? I whip out one of my instruments. as <laughs> like, I can distract them. <laughs> so if they're not really, you know, looking this way, I can at least get their attention onto me so that we can all pass a little more comfortably. That could be good. And as you look, Tira is looking over at you, just kind of eyeing you up, not saying anything, just watching the conversation between the two of you. Okay, what I am going to do then is probably move closer to the front of the caravan, and I'm going to get out my dulcimer <laughs> and, <laughs> and start playing and kind of ready in action. And then as we get up closer, I'm going to uh, start casting Enthrall. Okay. Remind me that that gets they focus on you, correct? Is the, yeah. the crux of the spell. And we're not fighting them, so that should be easier than usual. Mm-hmm. As you start to play, you do notice that, that the carts are currently keeping pace with, but not, not overrunning them. Mm-hmm. I assume that if I start to play, they might catch on, I hope. Yeah, so as you, as you start to play, you see, you might not see as you're, as you're focused on, but Fritz nods over to, uh, to Tira, gives her kind of like a, not confident, but like maybe like, well, let's, let's see how this plays out sort of a thing. And she kind of gives another whistle and cracks her reins. And the other two carts hear that and do the same. And you guys kind of pick up your pace a little bit with Evanel playing her dulcimer. And you continue to move closer. You're now probably about 100 feet away. Yeah. So is Evanel with our caravan? She's kind of up next to you, Firefly. Okay. I'm going to move away from her then. Like, I guess further back. Okay. Like, you could just take where she was standing in the caravan, like, flanking the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. I don't I don't want to be the center of attention of these guards. That's okay. I am. <laughs> <laughs> like a good bard. Anybody else doing anything as you guys kind of come closer? Gil will just nervously make sure he has, like, the wrapping over his one paw um, that he's had since coming off the ship. Okay. Although that, like, was, like, two weeks, two and a half weeks ago. Yep. And sees he does and just kind of like keep his head down. Perfect. So if nobody else is doing anything, your carts begin to catch up the cart that Fira is riding. She guides towards the left side of the guards and what you can clearly now see are prisoners. As you pass, you see that there are kind of a variety. They all appear to be human. And there is a small, probably seven or eight year old child in there as well. Kind of as you pass. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) What are we doing? <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> right? Well, right as we get there, uh, she'll start. She was just playing her dulcimer. And then she'll start singing. And then that will be when she casts Enthrall. And it's a really weird song. It's in a language everyone understands. But the lyrics are really vague and hard to parse exactly what she's singing about. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, sorry, I'm just reading that just to make sure. Yeah. It's okay. There will be some wisdom saves involved. And what's your uh, DC? 
going to be 14. You see four of them, the two driving the cart, and then the two closest to you that are riding the horses stop. Well, not stop, but slow down even more and just kind of will notice Evanel kind of entranced. Is there a visible lock on this cage? Yes. Is it a good lock? It's on it's on the so it's on the back picture a cart that has the the metal caging built into the external part of the cart and the back of that is kind of what would be the the door and on there there's a padlock styled lock. Can I see if the metal bars of the cage go underneath the prisoner's feet, or is it just built around the sides and top? Oh, it's just built around the sides and top and built into the wood of the cart. Is there a key visible on either of those guards? Roll an investigation check. I need to stop investigating stuff. Oh, wait, (laughs) it was a natural 20. Yay! There you go. We've got a cart in the center, and then flanking on the front and back are the horse-mounted guards. Mm Mm-hmm. So the guard in the back closest to your caravan, you see kind of dangling from his belt, you see uh, a couple keys. Okay. Are they within 30 feet of us? They are. You did it right when you were in range, Ebenel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're within 30 feet of you as you kind of go on. And they're particularly the one in the back nearest to you, the one in the front nearest to you, and the two driving. You've noticed that the cart has actually slowed down even more. Um, and those four in particular have stopped and are focused Shall I say enthralled? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With Evanel? And I'm now playing it as if I have stopped to perform for them because, I don't know, I, I'm nice. <laughs> the other two are listening. You also notice them kind of looking like, um, what are we doing here? However, the one that has the keys, you do notice he's got a blue and gold cape from the back. Looks like he may have a little extra authority in the group. Okay. Rook would still like to... To cast his mage hand and see about wiggling those keys free. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Make a sleight of hand check. Is there an advantage because he's enthralled? He was going to roll with disadvantage. I'll, yeah, I'll give you advantage as well. We'll we'll double up on that. Why not? Okay. Ooh. Twenty-two. Yeah. So as you pull the keys, he doesn't even break eyesight with with Evanel. He's just entranced by this kind of strange song that Evanel's playing. Mm-hmm. As those keys pull back to you, the guard next to him, you see him draw his sword and shout, Hey! Hey! What are, what's going on here? Oh, beans. <laughs> Riding his horse directly towards Evanel. And I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> Rook, yes. it is your go. Okay, cool. So I think bonus action, Rook would move the... The key to the cage, and I mean, I don't know how many keys there are, but grab one of them and attempt to unlock it. Okay, so the so unlocking it will be an action. The action, okay. Then yeah, let's do that. And for the sake of figuring out which, why don't you roll? Just roll a sleight of hand for that to see if you get the right key. Fourteen. So as you as you kind of wiggle this first key, you feel like there's the resistance of of it not being the proper key. Okay. There are two more keys on that ring. Just for your information. Right. So I think with movement, he'd just pop from the the pulled cart into Dari's cart. Okay. And just for reference, your path, we'll say, is about as wide as you guys are. Mm-hmm. On the, the right side of the path, from the direction you guys are going, there is a tree-covered hill. On your side, it's flat with mostly shrubbery and the occasional tree, if you care. All right. That is Gail's turn. Yeah. Gail is going to look at his friend's look very nervous um, and kind of like 
take his whole... So first, actually... Well, no, he's going to stay where he is for now. He's going to, like, look at his holy symbol and, like, whisper, like, Hey, um, I, I think this is maybe important, so maybe let's, like, help people out. So he's going to cast Bless on Evanel, Firefly, and Rook, since they all seem to be <laughs> very invested in doing whatever they're doing. Okay. So they're blessed, which is great. And then he is going to just run behind the cart and try and just hide for a bit. Thaddeus. Are the uh, guys on the horses and whatnot like, actively looking aggressive towards us? You see the two that were not charmed, so the ones on the far side of the road, front and back on the far right side of the path, have both drawn their swords. The other four, they currently are focused on Evan. Um, you're not you're not sure about their sense of aggression yet. Alright, well I'm just gonna ready my hammer and keep going about my business. Okay. This guy this guy has started moving towards you, you guys, your group, actively, if I didn't make that clear enough. Just so you know. Okay. And so you're good? Yep. Okay. Firefly and Fritz are going to act at the same time. So Firefly, you can go first. Firefly is going to bonus action Spirit Totem Bear uh, in a 30-foot radius. So it's going to be somewhere close enough to catch all the prisoners in the radius and also some of the horses. Okay, so if you go... Anywhere I can see within 60 feet, any point, and then it's a 30-foot radius around that. Okay. So it's pretty large. Yeah, so if you go, like, right at the center of the cart, I think you'll get everybody. So you'll get all six of them and the, the horses. Okay, she does that. Remind me what that does. They are all, so specifically the horses and the prisoners, not the guards, are going to get eight temporary hit points. They have advantage on strength checks and saving throws for like a minute, essentially. Okay. And Firefly has beast speech, so she can talk to animals. So she's going to shout out to all of the horses to throw off your shackles, abandon your false masters, <laughs> yes! and we will allow you to run free in the natural world where you belong. Make a persuasion check with advantage as they feel this power of this bear spirit and they hear one of what they've considered masters speaking to them about freedom and it triggers a memory in their mind to think for themselves. So roll persuasion with advantage. Viva la revolution. <laughs> Less effect ability checks, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, you get an extra D4. Awesome. So that is going to be a 20. Yes. Okay. So as you say that, it is Fritz's turn. We'll see what happens when the when the horses go. So he moves up towards the closest guard to him, which is towards the back. He is going to use a bonus action. Since he is an orc, he is aggressive and move right in between these two. And the one whose sword is drawn, he is going to pull out his great sword off his back and he's gonna swing at him oh no get it fritz get it <laughs> yeah yeah hit him do it fritz and as he swings his momentum from his aggression just takes him right past and he swings and misses as that that guard ducks out of the way Aww. that's okay fritz we're gonna get him <laughs> next time don't worry buddy <laughs> and it's evan l's turn okay well i'm pretty much just going to keep singing to distract that's a concentration spell i believe so Actually, you know what? It doesn't say that it is. It is not a concentration spell, according to this. Cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, as long as they can hear you, it's going to keep up. Okay, so, yeah, I'll just go ahead and keep singing, but I assume continuing to do that will just be my action. I think you could, like, you could cast another spell or do some other bar. As you already have them enthralled, you could... Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. 
Yeah, as it's not a as it's not a concentration spell, like you've you've sent out that music to them and you've captured their attention. Do whatever you want. Okay, okay, okay. This could be fun. Uh, what happened with the horses? You're not sure yet. Okay, cool. They seemed to, in that moment that Firefly spoke, they seemed to have responded in some way, but you don't know. Yeah, because we also didn't understand what Firefly said, right? Right. Oh, yeah, no. It just sounds like horse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Gail makes a note to talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you could speak horse. (laughs) Okay, I can choose a point. That's fine. Horse guard, horse guard, regular guard, regular guard. So two two on horseback in the front, two on horseback in the back, two driving. I am going to plop a sleep spell right here. Okay. Hey, I don't think you'll put anyone anyone on, on your uh, on your side to sleep. I know, I think so. Uh, by right here, I mean in between the two horse guards. And yeah, so that is going to be 5G8. Let's hope I am useful with this spell for once. Let's also help. hope I can find some D8s, I guess? Do they look like riding horses? Explain that question further to me. Do they look, like, very muscular? Do they have, like, any farting on them uh, that would make them look like war horses as opposed to riding horses? Yeah, they are They're well-trained military horses. Oh, okay. So sleep's probably going to hit them. Hope not. Mm, sleep goes lowest. Die, so. Yeah, it goes lowest to highest. Who do you think has more hit points, a warhorse or a guard? No idea, but either way, the horses get a nap. Okay, I got 26. 26? Mm-hmm. So as you change this, like, this weird song you were singing, you change this soothing tune, and you see the guard closest to you on horseback on the north end of the cart, close his eyes, and slump down to sleep. Let's see if he falls, or if he falls on the horse. Awesome. Uh... <laughs> And he falls unconscious onto the ground off the horse. <laughs> and then Iskard, also who was enthralled, holding the reins, slouches to sleep as well. Anything else on your turn? Uh, nope, that'll be it. Okay. It is the guard's turn. Okay, so he's focused on you. See if he even notices what's next to him. So this captain-looking guy, as he's been focused on you, he hears the swing of the big sword next to him in that... Um, kind of kicks on his martial instincts, and he turns and pulls out his longsword and swings twice at Fred. Oh my gosh, I've rolled three natural ones in a row. Oh, dang. <laughs> Jeez. And so he swings, um, and you see Fritz kind of out of the corner of his eye just parry easily. So this guard's going to stay right where he is and swing it. So as he swings down from on, on top of his horse, uh, it kind of hits into the side, makes solid contact, doesn't look like it pierced the skin or anything like that, but did connect... This guard is going to see the guy who is actually holding the reins drop the reins, and he's going to reach over and grab grab those and attempt to take a shot simultaneously with a with a hand crossbow at Evanel. And because he's reaching over for the reins at the same time, I'm going to give him disadvantage. And that's another natural one. And so he's just as he fumbles, he just drops his crossbow and doesn't even get the shot off. But he gets both hands on the reins. Sleeping, sleeping. And this guy on horseback. How are the horses doing? Oh, thank you for reminding me. This guy on horseback and all of these other guys are going to make athletics checks. <laughs> this is my life right now. <laughs> Viva la revolution. All the horses start bucking. The captain holds onto the reins um, and manages to, to stay on, but the horse is, is still trying to shake him off. This guy fails and is going to take... Be free, my brethren. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> or bludgeoning damage, and he's prone on the ground. 
This guy takes two points of bludgeoning damage and is also prone. And the two that are pulling the car, or the one that is pulling the car, it's bucking out of control, but because it's it's kind of strapped to the cart, it's not able to break free. But you can see this guard up here, guard that's trying to drive, working as hard as he can to, to be steady. And the one horse that had already had his rider fall off just begins to gallop kind of off into the hills. And you see it kind of break off around the hill and is gone. And that would be the guard's turn. And that one guard who fell off, I would say, probably wouldn't have actually hit Fritz because of the whole falling off situation. And it is over to Rook's turn. Okay. You can use finding action to control the mage hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I have a standard attack and then use that to attempt to pick the lock, that would be the bonus? Yeah. Okay. Then that's what I'd like to do. Like now that you don't have to move it and, and pick a key, do the key and stuff. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I will attempt to attack guard there with a hand crossbow. Okay. The, the guard cat. That appears to be the highest ranking individual. Roll your attack. Oh, that's the one with the keys. Yeah. All right, so that is a dirty 20. Okay, that'll hit, and you'll get sneak attack because he's next to uh, Fritz. Right, 12 damage. Okay, uh, yeah, so you kind of position yourself in that cart and fire that crossbow bolt, and it, kinda, it, it wedges right in right in his shoulder in a nice meaty part. You didn't hit anything idle, but it didn't feel great. Uh, and the guard captain kind of screams, ah, uh, and looks towards you. Whoops. And then... For your mage hand, you can roll your sleight of hand, see if you got the right key this time. All right. And add a d4 as well. Right. Yeah. One e4. I'm not going to add the four, I don't think. <laughs> okay. This time you've got the satisfying click and unlock, and that padlock just kind of pops open. All right. Yeah, I think that'll be it for me. Okay. Gale. Gale's... I think he's first going to kind of run out from behind the, the caravan that he was at and kind of like stand by Firefly and, uh, are we are we doing, are we fighting these people? The horses are on our side. That's not an answer. Are we? <laughs> is this what we're doing? Um, uh, uh, it's too late to turn back now. Oh, I... I Take him down, Gale. Okay. Take him down. Ah! <laughs> Hit something. He very, he very stressed. All right, cool. So he's he's gonna cast um shatter. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think should like I, I don't know exactly how they're arranged um with the horses and stuff, but it's a ten foot radius. So I'm guessing. I mean, I know I'll at least be able to get both the people driving the cart, uh, and then I'm guessing at least one of the guards um on the horse. Mm-hmm. You can probably just cast it like up in the air, though. Right. Well, so I'll I'll do it like at this point, and it'll so that it gets both the guards driving it, and then the far guard. Okay. Um, that's not asleep, I guess. Okay. So they all will have to make Constitution saving throws. Okay. I'm assuming it's half. It's half damage for fit. Yes, but um, as as he kind of like holds out the symbol. He's going to be like, then I guess I really don't want this to go uh, very long. And I'm going to use my channel divinity so that it does maximum damage. So if they fail, they'd save. They take 24 points of damage. And on a pass, they get 12. Okay. So as as this noise just shatters out, did you center it so that it would you would try to miss the horses? Like up in the air? Or did you just do it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Not, they're okay. on our side, apparently, which doesn't mean much to him, but okay. Uh, yeah, so as this noise just rings out, how far does that echo, by the way? For no reason. Oh, I'm. A lot. Yeah. Just very far. It's like 300. Yeah. Like that. It's super loud. Interesting. You see all three of these guards the one, the poor guy sleeping, and the other two 
as this noise rings out, they, they just kind of clutch their ears, and you see blood trickling from their eyes and ears, and they all three are dead. <laughs> I just... Oh, oh my god, oh I just god. killed them. I, no, uh, no, no, uh, you, did, you did good. You did good. Gil, Gil starts hyperventilating, and that's his turn. You did good. It's okay. You did good. You did good. Thaddeus, it's your turn. You just saw some fighting and three dead guards. You look up sleep. I, I think that wakes them up. Yeah, it's good. I mean, technically, by rules, it doesn't, but yeah, no, that 100% that guy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that guy's awake, and he's really confused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not having a good day. The two driving the two driving are both dead, and then the furthest away on the... All right, well, I'm just going to uh, move forward, then. That's really all I can do. So too far away for me to do anything. I mean, you can also do things like, like dash. Um... No, it's fine. All right. So, Thaddeus, if you don't have any bonus actions or anything, it is Firefly's turn. Okay, so the horses that are closest to me, are they still there? Are they still horses, these two? Yeah, so th- that horse has been dismounted, so the right side closest to the edge of the path okay. has been dismounted. Yeah, the one with, that the captain is riding, he managed to stay on, but it's fighting him. All right, I'm going to go help that horse. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to thorn whip the captain. Okay. You can you can do it, horse buddy. Uh, it's an attack roll. It's a uh, plus bless. Yeah, I'm still blessed. Uh, Twenty five to hit. That will hit. With bless. Yes. Hashtag bless. <laughs> uh, it only does one point of damage, but it pulls him ten feet closer to me. Okay, so he's gonna take some bludgeoning damage as he falls off that horse. Be free. <laughs> also, if you guys wait for five minutes, I'll take off your harnesses and everything. But if you don't want to wait, that's fine too. <laughs> I totally get that. I understand. It's okay. <laughs> so he is on the ground, and I am going to say... It doesn't mention anything about like being prone or not, right? No, he just he's just pulled. Since you're pulling him off of the horse, I'm going to have him make a check that is also a natural one. So he is prone. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I just, Firefly just moves up and towers over this guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fritz is going to roll with advantage as he... Swings at the guard who fell off of that horse and is prone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will definitely hit. Good job, Fritz. So he swings down and connects with the guy. You hear solid combat contact, but it seems like he, he made contact with the armor. And so it would just be kind of some basically bludgeoning damage to that guard. The guard cry- screams out in pain and oh. it is over to Evanel. Yeah, let's see. So we have three dead dudes, a captain guy that has been wrestled by a vine. Because I'm just going to go ahead and say that since I am playing a dulcimer, I cannot really attack unless I want to stop playing the dulcimer. That seems reasonable. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go ahead and real quick smack a drum on my hip and cast Thunderclap. Okay. At the guard that watched all of his friends die with noise. <laughs> Poor fellow. If he manages to survive this, he's going to never want to hear a loud noise ever again. No, no never yeah. ever again. Uh, he needs to a constitution save. That is just FYI. Thunderclap happens in a five-foot range around you. Yeah. Oh! So, you can do that. I would maybe move. Yeah, I'll go up to him <laughs> and do that then. I don't know if you'll make it, but yeah. So, you're, you'll be a little bit short of him, I think. Assuming your movement yeah. is 30. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, you, get to, you can get to about there. In that case... I'm just going to cast Blade Ward on myself instead. Okay. Just in case. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. All right. So on the guard's turn, these two are both going to stand up 
uh, the two, the one next to Firefly and the one next to Fritz. And the captain is going to swing his longswords twice. That is a 11 and a 16. On me? On you, Firefly, yes. Uh, both miss. Okay. AC 17. Okay, so as he gets out of these vines, he, he stands up and just swings at you and just doesn't have his, his footing and, and, and swings and misses. Uh, this one swings at Fritz and misses. So the one next to Fritz swings and misses. The guard on the north end of the cart, he sees his three friends laying on the ground dead and begins to run 30 feet kind of off the path into the hills and the woods. Actually, he's going to dash as well, so he's going to see. Mm, that's bad. And da, da, da. Rook, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to take another shot at the captain. Okay. So with the crossbow, that's 23 to hit. Uh, that hits. Okay. And so you've got sneak attack on that as well. Okay. 14 damage. Okay, yeah, another one lodges kind of this, this one sneaks in between right by his shoulder blade on that same same shoulder. Any actions or, or any bonus actions? Have the people in the cage not done anything? Uh, not yet. Okay, then can I remove the padlock? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let the mage hand do that number. Okay, so the, the mage hand kind of removes that lock, makes it so that door could be easy to kick in or to, to open. Right. As that happens, you see two of the individuals basically kick that door down and run directly into the kind of the wilds off the path. The other four look more scared than the two opportunistic ones that were in there. And it is Gale's turn. Gale, still looking very upset. Gonna just like run 30 feet forward towards like kind of the middle of where everyone is. Just, um, uh, get, just everyone please stop killing each other. I think I that was, oh, um, oh. <laughs> Please, let's everyone just, um, <laughs> please, stop, please, oh no. Wow. It's okay, Gale. <laughs> We're killing no, them. No, this is, um. Not the oh other way goodness. around. Um. They deserve it. <laughs> Look at that child in a cage. <laughs> a child in a cage, Gale. <laughs> He's just gonna go back to hyperventilating again. <laughs> he just doesn't, this is too much for him right now. Um, but I mean, can I can I make a persuasion check to try and like calm people down at all, or is that beyond my possibility? You can you can try. Uh, I will say you will have disadvantage <laughs> with that. <laughs> so that's the last time I roll in roll twenty, everyone, because I just rolled a natural one minus one for a persuasion of zero. Yeah, I was going to use cutting words on you, but never mind. Oh, I don't need it. It um. <laughs> It seems like the the guards that you're fighting seem more upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thaddeus, it's turn. your turn. All right. So you could get you could get next to this the captain pretty easily. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna get up to him and just swing at him with my hammer. Seventeen. Uh, seventeen just hits. All right. Fourteen damage. So you guys see Thaddeus just pull out this big great maul and bludgeon him right in the chest. And you see him kind of loses his breath for a second and stumble back. But he kind of grits his teeth and stands back up. And you even see a little bit of blood trickling out from underneath his armor. Any bonus actions? No. Firefly. Firefly is going... Well, let me... Pretty sure I'm going to cast full person on weed guy. The one who ran away? The guy who's right in front of me. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm assuming the guy that ran away is way too far from me. Yeah, he's decently far, yeah. Yeah. From where you are... 
He went 60 feet from there. Yeah. Although at an angle, so. Yeah, I assume I can't see him. So, uh, old person on the guard captain in front of me. Okay. What kind of save is that again? It is a wisdom saving throw. As you start to kind of chant the spell, you see his eyes and he grits his teeth and pushes out and he seems to resist the spell. All right, fine, buddy. I don't, I don't care. As you run, he is going to swing at you. That's fine. Uh, that is a 16 again. That misses. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go walk over to the cage and look at all the people inside and be like, "Now's the time! Throw off your shackles of this oppressive and inherently evil government. You can be free. Look at your fellows that have run into the hills. Be free like them." That's my turn. You can roll persuasion for funsies if you want. Okay. Eighteen. You see them kind of be free. Take heart your words and uh, like the horses, Firefly the Liberator. Um, <laughs> Fritz is again going to swing greatsword, and that misses, because Fritz is bad at fighting. Maybe that's why he's not with a clan of orcs. So he swings, and it is over to Evano. Okay, I'm actually going to drop a sleep onto the dude that's running away. What's the range on that? 90 feet. Oh, you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got 22. Okay. As he's running, you see him collapse to the ground. Ha-ha! <laughs> you might even hear a little bit of snoring. Oh. Over to the guards. He's asleep. This guy's going to keep swinging it. Actually, I think seeing you releasing the prisoners, this guard... Hit me. ...is going to... Do it. ...move, and Fritz is going to take an opportunity attack, and Fritz is going to roll a natural 20. There you go, Fritz. <laughs> Uh, so Fritz takes his greatsword. Yeah. And just as as the guy turns, just slices him right down the the center of his spine, uh, and he collapses in a pool of dead. <laughs> Yo. Sucks for him. I see Gail's diplomacy option is going really well. Uh, and <laughs> the guard captain is he's gonna face Thaddeus and roll twice or swing twice with his long- yeah he didn't roll higher than 10 so negative assuming those miss our paladin so he he tries to recover from your big swing and just can't uh and rook it is your turn all right so i think rook's gonna continue a lot more of the same here 25 to hit uh that'll hit yeah i imagine he's right up in front of thad now yeah so you, you he's engaged with somebody so you get sneak attacking oh that could have been better. Fifteen. And finally, after after taking these shot after shot, this one just kind of pierces right into into his neck region and doesn't even say anything. Just collapses to the ground uh, and appears to be dead. And we will drop out of initiative. Oh, all night. Um, oh, oh no. Evanel's actually. Um, everyone, maybe don't actually uh, run away. Um, it's dangerous out there. <laughs> Come back. You can do it. Don't listen to her. You're strong. On the inside. This is your chance. I mean, I'm sure you're strong on the inside, but that doesn't mean you won't eat something poisonous. And also, there's a child. Be free. Also, maybe don't listen to us. We just killed a bunch of people. <laughs> um, well, I still maintain uh, they deserved it. Uh, um, you're welcome. Um, um. So, just to set that scene a little bit better, mm-hmm. you have four individuals who are starting to climb out, including a young child, climbing out of this this cage. They seem to be shaken, concerned, also a little bit... Monster. Well, they're very wary of this whole situation. You have a sleeping guard in the hills. How long does sleep last? A minute. Yeah, a minute. Uh, you have a sleeping guard who's not going to be asleep for much longer. You have a lot of bodies. You are on an open road in the middle of the daytime. Two of the horses have stuck around. Aw. 
Oh, they like you. <laughs> actually, actually, no, excuse me, three, because one of them is wrapped to the cart and couldn't leave if it wanted to. Yeah. Uh, so the two on the south end and then the one strapped are still around. Okay. I'm going to do a quick good berry casting and hand each of the prisoners two good berries. Okay. And be like, this will take care of you for two days, so get somewhere by then. And then uh, go and start untying the horses. Okay. Um, as you give them give them out, they're, they're all, they all are, are very grateful. And you actually, they all seem to eat at least one of them. Um, and you notice... They they look thin, like they haven't been treated super well. Have, have a couple more good berries. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. You guys also notice that most of your traveling crew are still in the carts, kind of peeking their heads out. You do see Tira kind of briskly walking over to the group. I'm going to be heading over to Sleeping Guard. Okay. And as I'm going over, I'm like, do you think I should just, should I finish him off or just what? tie him no. up? Um, yes. No. What? Please. Yes. Oh my. Oh no. Um, Do it. <laughs> I think Do if it. I finish him off, Gail is gonna have a heart attack. He'll be fine. Can we please just not not kill one person? Is that is that we? Hey, me? we didn't kill. Can you a at least just just tie tie them up? There's a prisoners that we didn't kill and actually saved from death. So think about it that oh. way. Uh, yeah. Plus all the horses. Plus the horses. I don't really think that's how things work, but... I mean, it is. We haven't even discussed what we need to do with the bodies yet. Well, obviously, we were not keeping them on the ground. Um. I, <laughs> I go at least tie the guard up and drag him back to our central area, and then I'll start uh, dragging other bodies off into the brush. Before we start dragging bodies around, uh, this area is known to have bandits. Why don't we just leave it? She's like, oh, good point, and just drops a guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, just just make sure you loot them first. Loot everything. And keep going. Oh, not a problem. And then uh, if we encounter anyone, we'll be like, yeah, there was a bandit, bandit attack back there. There's a whole, whole bunch of dead people. It was bad. <laughs> Luckily, we avoided it. Yeah. We just came upon the remains. Yeah, they got slaughtered. It was really, really upsetting, honestly. And the bandits took all their horses, because, you know, bandits love horses. Evanel's going to, like, okay, here's what we're going to do. She turns to, er, hopefully, sorry, I don't mean to, you know, impose. Uh, she turns to the uh, prisoners and says, do you want their weapons to take with you? One of the, the prisoners steps forward. Seems to be a middle-aged woman. Says, we are, we are not fighters. I don't know if any of us could could use that if we if we wanted to. Well, it's it would still be there in case, you know. But you don't have to take it. I just was thinking we could take something from the bodies and, like, you know, officially turn it in. That might take a little heat off of us. Um, and as you guys are having that discussion on what to do with bodies and the prisoners and whatnot, we will end that session there. This is Steven, your friendly internet DM. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed the story so far, we would be very grateful if you would take the time to give us a five-star rating and leave us a review on iTunes or however you listen to Not Quite Heroes. 
Did you know we started a Patreon? If you'd like to support us and help us bring more D&D content to the internet, we would love your support. Have ideas for what kind of exclusive content you'd like to see? Tweet at us at nqhpodcast or email us at notquiteheroespodcast at gmail.com with your ideas. We're now affiliated with Dice Envy, a dice company based in Los Angeles, California. They offer high-end dice at affordable prices, with metal dice priced 25% less than their competitors. My favorite set is their seven-piece rainbow dice, which I regularly use on the podcast. You can check out their wares on bit.ly slash notquitedice or by clicking the link on our Twitter page. Theme music, the song Not Quite Heroes by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. Sound effects and music in this episode were found at tabletopaudio.com, Sirenscape, check them out at www.sirenscape.com, and zapsplat.com. In a world where adventure awaits and danger lurks around every corner, an unlikely group of friends find themselves on the path to becoming heroes. But school will only get them halfway. Merlin, the human warlock barber guy. Oh god, no, I gotta buff his butt! No! Can I refuse business? Ubo, the turtle artificer. Well, it doesn't work yet, but uh, I'm working on it. Ultrex, the discarded warforged paladin. I don't eat or sleep or wear clothes. So I just sit in the corner and wait. And Clyde, the Goliath Barbarian in skinny jeans. They're called skinny pelts, okay? Find us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast by searching for Halfway to Heroes. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast with new players to learn alongside. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast where everyone has a good time. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast that is casual and inclusive. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast with lots of lore and creativity. Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. Find us at adventuresinarelia.com. That's E-R-Y-L-I-A.com.